Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 239 for the 20th of Tammuz in a leap year. So in yesterday's episode, we spoke about breathing, specifically exhalation. I even let you, led you guys through a brief breathing exercise to really get in tune with your exhalation. And we discussed the difference between exhalation, like in a strong way, like blowing or actively exhaling versus speaking, which is a type of exhale as well but it's a little bit less intense. So today we're actually going to continue along this theme and get a little deeper into this whole idea of the difference between these two types of exhalations, the exhalation that comes about through speaking versus the exhalation that comes about through actively blowing, actively breathing into something in, from, from a deep way. So one way to understand this is if you think about life, and you think about what it means to be alive. How do you know that somebody's alive? So let's say if somebody is sleeping in the other room, and you know, do you ever have the experience with like a, a very old grandparent or a baby or something? And then somebody who's worried about them will say, like, you know, just go in and, and check that they're breathing. Go, go check that they're breathing. So, so there's something about breathing that we all understand is really synonymous with life. When a person eventually after 120 years passes away, then their breath leaves them. They stop breathing, which is not the case with speech, right? So as much as, as speech is a form of exhale, that speech is a form of breath, it's not really essential to life in the way that just breath for breath's sake is really. So this is what we're going to be discussing today in the context of God and in the context of Lahavdiel, God's breath and God's speech and the difference between the two things, specifically in regards to creation. So as we've discussed several times already on this podcast, the way that God creates the world um, every second, something from nothing is through his speech. And while speech is definitely a form of breath, and we actually call the speech the spirit of God's mouth, it's not the same thing as the type of breath that comes about that came about when God created man. When it describes the creation of man in the Bible, it talks about God blowing breath through his nostrils into the soul of man. So there's something about uh, about breath, about man that's that's different. It's coming from a more intimate place with God. And this is really the point that the Altarba is going to want to bring home today is really this profound difference between man and be, and between man as creature as created being versus everything else in the world, including the heavenly hosts, including the angels, including everything. There's something different about the existence of the human being. So let's get into the text and see how the Altarba explains this. And uh, and so here we go. So the Altarba 
picks up from where we left off in yesterday's episode, where at the end of yesterday's episode, we, we really just got into this analogy of, of the human and how uh, when we think about ourselves like blowing versus ourselves speaking, the difference between the two things and how we all recognize this idea that when we blow or when we actively exhale, when we make that <sighs> sound, then it's, it's coming from a more deeper, intimate part of ourselves versus when we speak, while it's still an expression of ourselves, it's, it's a more superficial type of expression of who we are. So, so too, so this is where the Ultra Rabbit begins today, as he says that this is exactly how it works by way of analogy, but to an infinite degree of difference uh, when we look at, when we look at creation. And there's a very, very big difference in terms of speech and in terms of breath and in terms of this, this blowing. So when we look at all of the heavenly hosts, um, even the angels, which were all created something from nothing, and all of their existence and all of their vitality comes from the superficial aspects, from the external aspects and the influence that comes from the infinite God to vivify the world. This is called the spirit of God's mouth by way of analogy. As we say, so and uh, so this comes from Tehillim in chapter 33, verse 6, where it says, that by the breath of his mouth, all their hosts were created, right? So this is something we've spoken about again numerous times in, the, in this podcast. This comes up a lot in Tanya, that the way that God creates the worlds, even the higher worlds, the angels, all of that comes about through the spirit of his mouth, through his speech, through his voice. And this aspect, if we really break it down, like we've done before, is embodied, it's, it's vested within the letters of the 10 utterances of creation, which then in brackets, he says, these are the idea of vessels and, uh, and hamshachos, like, a like, um, drawing down like a, like an influence as is explained in the second part of Lukote Amaram in chapter 11, right? So that's in Shari Chudva for those of you that have been following in chapter 11. So you can go back and listen to that podcast where we covered that if you'd like. And just to, uh, to be nice, I've actually looked up the number of the podcast uh, where we discussed that idea of the breakdown of how it is that God creates all of these things through his speech. And it's for the seventh and eighth of Thomas and a leap here. So that was episode 226 and 227. If you want to look that up. So not too long ago, actually, it was when we discussed these ideas. So, okay. So back to our text. So we're saying basically, so the, you know, all of creation, the heavenly host, the angels, all of these things were created through the speech of man, which could really be boiled down to coming from the 10 utterances of creation, those letters of the 10 utterances of creation. And then by contrast, we see the soul of man, which came primarily from the innermost dimension of the vitality and the, the influence and the flow from the infinite one, blessed be he. As it says, and we quoted this before, this idea of that Hashem, uh, blew into man his uh his soul so we see that the first as the first part of when god initially created man he did this with breath he did not do this with speech and then interestingly we see that afterwards then it there was a process of descent and that it, it did come about man did get become then created through speech like everything else where it actually does say it says this is in Rashi's chapter 126 which literally makes means that God said let us make man so he actually did use speech to create man it just initially it started with breath initially it started with him blowing life into him and then in uh in a descending kind of way then 
there was the speech as- aspect of it. And the reason why this happened, why did there have to be this a- aspect of speech is in order to, because man had to be the soul of man, had to be vested within a body in this lower world down here. And so now the altar of it brings up a really interesting point about all this, all of this. And he says that this is why we see that angels are sometimes called Elohim in, in scripture. So sometimes you'll see throughout scripture, uh, then when we're, we're talking about angels, they're referred to as Elohim, which Elohim is another word for God. It's a, it's one of God's names. So it's kind of confusing. It's like, is it angels or is it God or what? What are we talking about here? And the ultra gives a few examples of this, where he says, this one's from uh, Devarim chapter 10, verse 17, where it says, Ki Hashem Elokechem, hu Elokim, where it says, for the Lord your God, he is a God of gods, Elokechem, which what does it mean, God of gods? The understanding of that is that that last God, that last Elokim is referring to angels. Another, um, another, uh, example is in Tehillim chapter 136 verse 2 which says hodu halukim praise the god of gods or elokim so meaning to say praise the god of in this case the elokim means angels so it's like this word elokim is very strange because it's like it could either mean god or it could sometimes mean angel another example that he brings a final example here this one's from Eov, chapter 1 verse 6 where it says which literally means the sons of elokim came to present themselves which in this case again it's a reference to angels and so the altar rabbi says why why is it that these angels are referred to by the name Elohim? what what's this about and he says it's because they're the way that they suckle their life force they suckle it in a way of uh the externalities of the of the letters just the externalities and this letter this name of Elohim. So there's many different names of God, right? And each name of God has a different aspect. It portrays a different aspect of God. So the name of Elohim is the aspect of externality in relation to the name of Havaya. So you'll, you'll often see these two names brought together. You see it in the Shema. We say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. So we see the name of Hashem, which is the Yod Kei tetragrammaton and then Elohim, they kind of go together and they're often contrasted with each other. So in this case, what we're saying is that in contrast to the name Havaya, to the Yudke Vavke, the name Elohim is very, it's, uh, it manifests the superficial aspect of God, which meaning to say that these angels, as lofty as they are, they really are coming from a place and they're embodying this more superficial aspect of God. Versus by contrast, when we look at the soul of man, then the soul of man is actually coming from the inner aspect of the vitality, which the inner aspect of the, of the vitality of God is is referred to as the name of Havaya, blessed be he. Because the name of Havaya points to this inner aspect of vitality, which is way beyond letters, any kind of letters at all. So that's the end of the section for today. So it's pretty deep stuff. So it's basically the main message that we're getting from this is that there's speech and there's breath. And while speech, yes, it's a form of breath, it's a more superficial, it's a more external manifestation of the breath versus breath for breath's sake, that's that's kind of more internal. And so when we look at the different aspects of creation, even if we're talking about the more lofty aspects of creation, such as angels, for example, we reference them in a way that alludes to the fact that they came from the speech of God, which is this more superficial uh, external aspect of God. 
I don't mean superficial, like fake or anything like that. I just mean like a more the the external outer layer kind of. And this is referenced through the name Elohim versus when it comes to the soul of man, the soul of man primarily came about through God's breath, through God blowing the breath into, into him. So it's not through speech, but it's rather through this more like pure kind of like breathing. And so it's a more internal kind of manifestation. And so this is referenced, this is, this parallels the name Yudke Vavke, the, the Tetragrammaton, the, the name of Havaya, different ways that we refer to it there. And so even though afterwards we see that indeed God, God then went on and he did speak man into existence where it says nase adam bitsalmenu like let's make man so that was a speech that was a, a verbal um articulation this was only due to man's body this was in order to have the soul be enclosed in the body but when it came to the soul the initial manifestation of the soul this was not something god spoke this was some something god breathed something god uh exhaled into the world. So that's it for today. And so hopefully that will give you a little bit more of an appreciation of breath and of life and of who we are and the uniqueness of being a, a human being. And we'll continue with this tomorrow, continuing. And I, I forgot to mention where we're up to. Hopefully you've been following along. We're in the middle of chapter four of Iger Satshuva. And tomorrow we're going to actually conclude the chapter. And so I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzchak ben Benyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.